Okay. Three, two, one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your friend and your host, Danzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, joined by a couple of my friends each and every week on our YouTube and um, Spotify and all the other podcast services. We got my boy to the right, uh, Mr. Goodmaster Flex. What's going on, bro? Yeah. So my dance Okay. I thought you, you know, just gonna make... with the silence. No, no, man. I'm running out of ideas. Okay. I, I don't. You can just say hi. You know. Hi. You can just say hi. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could, you could, uh, you could hit 2023 off as the distinguished group. You know, just to keep it simple. Hi. How's it going? Show Welcome to. This week's episode of the podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> what was it the, the poster about? Yeah. Because you know uh, that. Remember, remember, remember that, that like TikTok or whatever that we made fun of like a couple weeks ago. Come on. You guys got to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> this and is how funny, you get the highest scores like, in Call of Duty. Ever <laughs> since like. Ever since we started talking about it and like it became a thing, I haven't seen his like posts in a long time. I'm sure he posts every day still, like, but it definitely hasn't even showed up in my feed, so that's pretty funny. I've been seeing all types of craziness from from some folks. So yeah, it, and it's it's crazy because when we talked about it that time, it wasn't like it was just one person. It was like I could think of many people who were like that. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot of people. All right, Manny. Well, we also got uh, my man down low here, Mr. 525. What's going on, bro? Uh, same old, same old. Y'all know my slogan, y'all. Same shit, different toilet. <clears throat> tired. I'm always tired, but never too tired to talk about some damn games. Come on. Oh. Come on. I feel that. Games. <clears throat> I feel that. Games. <gasps> games, games, and games. <laughs> So uh, this is technically our first episode of the new year. I know we had our um, our game awards thing popping off, uh, you know, last week. But you know, this week's really going to be all about predictions, expectations for the new year. So first thing, the first thing I get out of the way because it's really the only story for the week per se is um, you know we, we talked about it in the past. You know, Microsoft has uh, had a pretty disappointing year in 2022 around uh, the release of Xbox games, the release of Xbox news. You know, we've had some pretty cool things come through Game Pass, but not really many first-party things. We know Starfield got pushed, um, and supposedly Red, Redfall also got technically pushed, even though they didn't officially give it a release date. Uh, you know, we were expecting a lot from Microsoft in 2022, as far as Xbox and the team goes. But now 2023 has rolled around. You know, we've been hearing some rumors about a showcase that that's supposed to pop off at the beginning of the year and we finally have some concrete news about that and um it actually it, it, it leaked a couple of days ago from jess corden but today microsoft's officially talking about it out in the open here and um you know i'm just going to read their, their press release real quick so basically xbox and bethesda interesting thing to know but uh, xbox and bethesda are presenting their first developer direct live stream on january 25th um so again reading directly from their article on Xbox Wire says here, Xbox and Bethesda will present a developer direct on Wednesday, January 25th, providing fans with an inside look at some of the games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass over the next few months. Presented by the game creators themselves from studios including Arcane Austin, Mojang Studios, Turn 10, and ZeniMax Online Studios, the developer direct will focus on big features extended gameplay showcases and latest info for Xbox games launching in the next few months, including the Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. Um, so they, they basically go on to kind of uh, outline that Starfield won't be in this showcase and that they're actually working on a separate showcase specifically for Starfield. So glad to hear them mentioning it, you know, because, you know, we've, we've all been 
talking about it and expect, you know, trying to figure out when the heck Starfield is supposed to come out. Um, there was a support page that went up for Starfield that did confirm that it is coming out in the first half of this year. So that's definitely good news. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Obviously, this has been the thing that we've been talking about. We were super disappointed in not seeing any presence from Microsoft at the Game Awards. And it kind of looks like they're setting this de- developer direct thing to be like a a more consistent uh, stream of news coming out of Xbox, which is exactly what we've been wanting. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, before, I, before I give like... Any more of my takes? I want to get around the room and just talk about it a little bit. So, Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty gassed for it. I'm glad that they're doing it when they're doing it. I really didn't think they could afford it to kind of just chill after them not showing up at the award show. So, yeah, I'm very very happy to see this being a thing. Um, also happy to hear that they're separating Starfield from it. Um. Just because one, that means we're going to get a better Starfield presentation, but two, that also means we're going to get more focus on some of the other stuff that we don't really know so much about. Um, especially like with like Redfall and all that stuff, because you know we got that thing a couple what, weeks ago. I want to say that kind of gave us a little bit more insight as to you know what the game actually is about and all that. So now we can kind of see visual representation of some of that that they were talking about. Like I think that's all going to be super super cool. Um. Yeah, I'm 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 gassed up, man. It's a good thing. Good thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Manny, what's your what's your take on it? <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I would echo part of what Chris said. What finally seeing what Redfall is about. It's been too long, almost two years since you know the announcement of Redfall, and we still literally alone. Like, I'll say very minimal about what this game's going to be about. You know, like at first we thought it's going to be like a Luffer dad, and then now like. I think the the video you sent with Destin is saying like it's gonna be like a Far Cry and it's like, you know, when you think of Far Cry, you think of like this open world story based game. You're liberating towers and doing all these boring things. Hopefully, it's not like that. But um, so I'm you know hoping to finally see what this game's about because obviously it's you know it's 2023. All these games are rumored to be coming out at least before June because that's what what is it called? Um, the Xbox showcase that last year, you know, they showcase every game that's supposed to come out within the 12 month span. So hopefully we do get to see what this is all, all about. For sure. For sure. I, I'm hoping that they outline it and they're, they're very direct about this um, in the direct, you know, when it comes out, but I'm hoping that because we're seeing these games in this direct, that these are coming within the next like two mm-hmm. months three months kind of a thing, you know? And it's like, so, so, okay. I'll, I'll put it to like this, right? Somebody, when, when this officially got rumored, right? When Jess Corden broke the news that, you know, it's supposed to come out and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. I heard a lot of like, Oh, Xbox finally gets it kind of a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and, and I, I don't know, for whatever reason it stuck out to me is like, Oh, they finally get it. Like we're finally giving us what we want. And I'm like, I think they've got it. I think they understood it for a while now. I think the reason why we haven't seen anything and part of the reason why, you know, um, Starfield and and Redfall and so on and so forth got punted to this year. I think they didn't want to do things like this unless they had a steady cadence of games. And I think they knew they didn't have that steady cadence last year. So they, you know, kind of bunched it up a little bit to say, okay, boom like this this is going to be the year we're going to start you know and and this could be premature because maybe they don't have as much to show off in the, the second half of the year or whatever but part of me thinks they do um but you know like let's say we get this every quarter right so this is like okay this is what this is what's coming for the next three months of games this is what's coming for the next three months of, you know like like every time we see this developer direct it's within a certain cadence of okay we know we're going to see um like like i wouldn't be surprised if motorsport dropped in March, Redfall maybe in February. You know what I mean? Like um, Elder Scrolls Online could be the thing that, like, whatever this update that's supposed to be coming to Elder Scrolls Online, that could be the thing that gets shadow dropped. Like that could drop right after the showcase. Like I, I think they have it set up in such a way where they can now start giving you a game every month in Game Pass, <clears throat> and you know, and actually structure it so that 
this developer direct coincides with people getting an extended look on these things and really just promoting game pass in a steady cadence. Cause it's not like Microsoft hasn't tried this stuff before, right? They had their, their Xbox on or whatever the, I forget what the, the thing was called in the past, but they had mm-hmm. like a thing that inside Xbox is what it was. They had like that thing happening every month. And then all of a sudden it went away, you know? And it was like, I think they knew they had to push a, st- a ton of stuff back. A lot of stuff wasn't coming out and yeah, I don't know. I I just think there was a lot of different things going on, and that's why now we are where we are, where, okay, Microsoft's really trying to push some of this stuff now. Maybe 2023 is actually finally the year where we really start to see all the fruits of their labor from buying Bethesda, you know, investing in all these studios, uh, doing all these things that we've been talking about. You know, maybe we'll mm-hmm. finally see Fable at the end of the year and, and so on and so forth. But that's getting into some prediction territory, so uh, I'll... <laughs> I'll save that stuff for a little bit later, but you know, out of out of all the games that I, that I'm seeing, you know, that they're going to showcase here, I'm the most excited about Redfall because Manny, as, as you mentioned, um, you know, there was there was a video where where Destin was talking a little bit about an interview that the developers of Redfall gave where they they compared you know, basically to to sum it up, a lot of people when they looked at Redfall, they thought, oh, this is going to be like Left for Dead. And the article basically went on to say, like, oh, this isn't Left 4 Dead. This is more uh, Far Cry than Left 4 Dead. And Manny, I know you spotted out a a couple different things saying, like, oh, you know, Far Cry is kind of boring, whatever. But honestly, Far Cry, the early Far Cries, which they literally reference in the in the article is that's what they were going for. Early Far Cries were amazing games. They were they were game of the year contenders, you know, very often, like specifically Far Cry 2, like one of the Mm -hmm. best in the series. Which one was it with uh, Voss? I think it was three. (laughs) <laughs> amazing villain like you know in, innovative gameplay and then obviously ubisoft got to the point where it was like all right now we're getting this fucking filler shit you know like you said like go to this tower and now you've unlocked this new part of the map like the the boring shit that we got used to after a period of time and you know knowing mm-hmm. what we know about arcane and them being pretty inventive and doing some pretty interesting things um i'm i'm interested to see how things shake out for them you know building a a far cry style game because now that we know it's not really going to be like left for dead and it's not um as linear it's it seems like more open world more Mm -hmm. interesting um i don't know i'm 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 just excited to learn more about the game because we really got like a a small trailer of it initially that was like a concept trailer and then we got a little bit more information about it um at last e3 but like it's still to me largely a mystery and and you know here hearing now <clears throat> throwing out the word far cry in a game that looks like this is just like huh, just has me more intrigued and i don't know why destin kept saying that this is one thing that that kind of i don't know, threw me off a little bit is every time he had talked about the game he like referenced it as destiny and i'm like okay like i guess there's gonna be loot but like i wouldn't call it destiny like in any way yeah and and then they then they started to use the word borderlands and i'm like oh shit all right now we're like now we're now we're in a completely <laughs> different territory yeah i mean like if, if we're talking about loot and we're talking about loot in that way i'm like all right cool like i want to play that more than i want to play like a vampire destiny like i don't Mm-hmm. Like Bungie does what they do very yeah, well. That'd be weird. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like it'd be weird. But like we're talking Borderlands now, mixed with you know some better story elements from Far Cry, so on and so forth. I, I like the way that sounds. So very excited to see this. I mean, uh, you know, and they did say you know so we could be seeing some other games at the showcase too. The only thing they they definitely ruled out was Starfield. So I mean, we may get some surprises. Could be pretty cool, but even if it was just these four games alone, like I'd be, I'd be pretty comfortable with that. I think Forza is going to blow a lot of people away uh, visually because we already know, you know, what what Horizon did, and the, the motorsport franchise is always leaps and bounds ahead graphically um, than Horizon. Obviously, you know, there's different reasons for that and whatnot, but I think motorsport is going to push the envelope a lot, um, kind of give people the a good alternative to uh gran turismo as far as you know like the like what what gt7 did last year giving people like that simulation racer like forza i think was really going to push the envelope this year so excited to Mm. see how that goes as well but um but yeah any other thoughts on the the developer direct you you know anything anything else you guys might be expecting to see there i know that's dabbling in like our predictions territory too but you know Um, the only thing i'll say I think Redfall has the chance to be a very, very, very unique game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, because when you think about the games that they're comparing it to, and then you think about those games working in tandem with each other to be one game, mm-hmm. th- that's weird, man. Like, there's nothing like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's nothing that gives you the sense of a arc. Because all right, from what I was listening to and what I was absorbing, it's an open world game with character progression trees, looter shootery kind of mechanics, kind of abilities raids but you can also play solo and it's just a lot of moving parts here that are all just very different and i think a lot of other devs would have been actually a little intimidated to try to mix all of this in one pot but yeah if they succeed with this (laughs) like dude this can be remember how like i was saying before like i think you know hellblade 2 has a ability to maybe one day be like one of those pillar games for Xbox. I think if this hits how it needs to hit, it will. This will also do the same. Um, mm-hmm. It has too much unique potential for it to not do. This could be one of those games that people say, "Damn, man, I might have to get an Xbox if it's that lit." If it ain't lit, it ain't lit. But mm-hmm. if they do it the right mm-hmm. way, yeah, man. let me take it a step yeah. further for you too, right? <clears throat> so, so listing those games and those systems like Borderlands, Far Cry. Now let's think about this studio's lineage, right? Like Prey. Prey is probably mm-hmm. one of the most slept on games. It is. <laughs> in my it opinion. Is. That game was so good and it was weird and it was like, I don't know, they took they took risks, the, this particular studio, Arcane. And then let's mm-hmm. take it even further back with Dishonored. They made that game. Dishonored is highly uh, acclaimed as like one of the, yeah, one of the people best. people love it. Yeah, like uh, I forget what the, the genre they call it is, but Immersive Sims or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um like it's just it's just a really good game like stealth action but like first person with abilities and all this other stuff like i don't know to to give that studio the the freedom to to create something weird and, and crazy where we're talking about borderlands and far cry as like as inspirations is like dude i I'm very excited for this. I cannot wait for the 25th. I cannot wait to see what they have to show off for Redfall because I think it could be one of the most inventive games we see this year. I mean even even if you you know arcane austin is one making this game um arcane leon is the other half of uh the arcane studios and you saw what they did with death loop i mean this studio just makes really inventive games that you know we don't necessarily see a lot of and i think a lot of the time they're not fully understood very well and the thing that i'm most excited about with this showcase is that we're actually going to get time to sit with this game before it comes out and have people understand what the heck this is because a lot of people didn't understand what Deathloop was until it came out. And then it was like, oh, shit, this is like Game of the Year contender. But I feel like if the marketing books for um, Deathloop was better beforehand, the game would have sold way better. Probably might have won a couple more uh, Game of the Year awards, you know, and, and more people would have would have picked up the game, you know, at the end of the day. So I think if Microsoft's marketing muscle can come into play and give Redfall more of a chance, more of an opportunity to be seen by everyone before it comes out, like, it's only going to be good things. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they leave a lot of room for DLCs. Oh. Yeah. New characters and the new, new, new... Um, Dude, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff they can do with this, man. For real. For real. And and Uh, you you slipped it in there, but every single one of these things needs a release date. Every single yeah, one of absolutely. these things that gets yep. shown needs a release date because that's been the thing that's been haunting Xbox for a minute. It's like we're seeing all the stuff, mm-hmm. don't know what's coming out, don't know what's coming out, don't know what's coming mm-hmm. out. Like we need to know now. And yeah. I, I really do think Redfall might be a February type of thing. I'm 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 hoping that everything that's shown off comes out within the next three months and like in a, in a tighter time frame. And then as mm-hmm. far as Starfield goes, like I think that's gonna be for, for those of you who aren't too familiar with Bethesda games, like specifically Todd Howard games, Todd Howard has a, a particular habit of like, I don't know, three months, whatever, before the game comes out, we get like, a, it, it typically would be like an E3 thing. So let's say three to six months before the game comes out, Todd Howard shows up at E3, you get like a 20 minute uh, demo of Fallout, Elder Scrolls, whatever it is. And he's just sitting there talking to you through it, playing it himself, whatever, whatever. Like, I think that's what this Starfield thing is going to be. I think it's going to be its own event. We get we get just Todd Howard and the camera, the game, and just having people try to, you know, basically doing the Todd Howard pitch. He's an extremely charming guy um, as far as him, like, showing off his games and 
having people fall in love with his worlds there's a reason why like you know bethesda softworks has like a cult following so i think they're gonna they know that they're gonna utilize that to its advantage and kind of push starfield at a later date so i'm excited to see when that comes i i i'm bummed that it's not going to be there but at the same time i kind of understand it. i just want to see more of it i want that to be like that that is a game that i think is firmly <laughs> in the conversation for game of the year right like firm firm already before it even has to come out a lot of hype around it it's like right now it's it's like the three games that that everybody's super hyped about and they're all from each one of the publishers starfield mm-hmm. from xbox uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom from Nintendo, and of course Spider Man Two from Sony. Like so, see, seeing each of these games this year, they're going to be massive. So yeah, excited man. to follow. But uh, but yeah, that's that's enough about the developer direct. Uh, we're going to move over to more of our predictions for the year as a whole. Um, I figured we we, we kind of get this, um, I guess, formatted a certain way because you know obviously prediction episodes can get wild and unruly. <laughs> and it probably still will get wild and unruly if y'all know anything about us. But really what we're going to go around is, and do is like each person is going to go with one prediction that is more realistic. Um, one, one you know, that has a better chance of, of coming true. Something we think may actually happen this year. And the other one is one that's a little bit more out there, um, a little bit more of a pipe dream, something that we hope might happen, but mm-hmm. maybe a little bit unrealistic when we actually you know are honest with ourselves at the end of the day but you know those are the most fun ones to talk about anyway so we'll get into it we'll start with the more realistic stuff here so um manny i'm gonna start with you so hit us off with a realistic prediction for this year i feel like y'all are gonna obviously disagree with me with this one but i just have a slight feeling as much as we're hyping this game up that starfield is gonna flop somehow i feel like especially you know what we talked about with this developer direct how starfield is not even a part of it and we still don't have like a really a firm release date on starfield but uh, like you said earlier it's supposed to be released within the next you know six months or whatever i just i i'm starting to worry you know like they don't if they have nothing to show here not even like a low trailer to give us like you know like oh you know, here's a trailer here. Expect to showcase this date. You know, like I'm scared that like the reason why they're not showing anything is because they're just like it's it's a it's a low key mess that they're just trying to figure out what's wrong. You know, like I like you know even with the showcase when they're um, playing the game, how like how the frames are dropping so badly even from point to point. I just feel like it might it's just the game is like too big to be perfect. You know. Too, it sounds too good to be true. I feel like there's going to be something that like messes up, like whether it's going to be like a cyberpunk release where it's like buggy or, you know, maybe the world is dead, like in the sense of like there's too many like plants to really like go through and everything like that. Like there's bound to be like some bland worlds and stuff like that. that kind of disappoints us. So it's like it's a it's a lot. But I think. So hold on, Tava, just to clarify. Are you saying that you think this game is going to have bugs or problems when it comes out, like every other Bethesda game? Or are you saying this game is going to be a flop? Because those are two very different things. I'm I'm saying I feel like there there might be too much bugs to the point where, like, a lot of people are going to be pissed, especially with the amount of pushbacks. And I feel like there's going to be a possibility... And I know I'm over. Prob- I'm probably overthinking it, but that the world is going to be like boring. Hmm. Okay. Just because, okay. like I said, it's Starfield, it's supposed to be this massive open world game. We can travel from planet to planet, kind of thing. So there's bound to be some like cut corners that had to be done in order to like get a full like. Is are, are all these planets like all? mostly like these resource plants you're just going to jump in do a mission leave and never come back to that planet or are these plants going to be like these massive like um, open worlds with amazing colonies and stuff like that like how you know they'd be cooking and fall on stuff like that so it, it's you know I'm we a, don't I'm, know yet I'm gonna I'm say this I'm gonna say this it was heavily suggested that this game is the reason why Microsoft bought Bethesda Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen. I just, I just don't, I just don't think that's gonna happen. Well, you could argue that like it's Xbox, just a wild statement. 
you could argue that Xbox also with its first party games aren't as like you know so hold on before uh, you before before you say that thought right before you say that thought it was also heavily suggested and i'm not even gonna say rumored (laughs) i'm saying suggested for a reason it's heavily suggested that sony had exclusivity of the game they were paying for exclusivity of this game um I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm just the gonna Microsoft leave it at that. Like, Yoink. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's why so. they're big man. <laughs> like it. <laughs> we never try to block the deal. You right. never no, you're know. Right. I mean, because right. look at the Cyberpunk. That shit was like balls to the walls. Like everybody was going to sicko mode. I mean, like the little. The, the little like behind the room gameplay they had for like certain people to watch, like everybody was like, "Oh, this is gonna be the best game of all time." This that, and look what happened. I'm not saying the game is bad, but like it flopped in the sense where it's just too much of a buggy mess. Like it's it could be possible that like it's the same thing with this game. I mean, anything is possible, obviously. But even I don't mm-hmm. know, even even still with Cyberpunk, that's a whole different conversation for a different time. But Cyberpunk's yeah. obviously a success, like. Criti- like oh, yeah, not, not critically, but like literally Definitely. financially successful. I mean now now critically successful. They're gonna have to uh, make a Starfield anime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. Didn't they say like the game, like the planets and all that stuff is like on a randomly generated kind of mechanic or something like that? Of, um, what's this game called? Uh I, I don't think it's no like No Man's Sky. Sky. I don't think it's as, as deep no, as no, no. Like, I thought I heard that for Starfield. No, I'm wrong. I didn't I didn't think they were like procedurally uh, I generated. I thought they were I thought some of them were like handcrafted and very specific. But I mean I don't know. Yeah, some, yeah. But like I feel like, like when once you finally get into the universe and you can explore and shit. Because mm-hmm. I know they reuse some of the aliens or the, the creatures and stuff on different planets and all that stuff. So I'm like uh, I always figure if it was randomly generated, then it doesn't really. The universe yeah. seems big, but it's not big. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm saying? Well, this is this is the problem, and 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 here's another thing I'll say, Manny. They showed Cyberpunk off a lot. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like that game was just hyped up out of nowhere. That game was hyped up because what they showed was absolutely amazing. We haven't seen as much about Starfield. Largely because Bethesda doesn't like to show off a lot of a lot of their stuff until like you know it's closer to release. That's that's usually how Bethesda is. I I I'll say I'll leave it at this. This game is gonna have bugs. Every Bethesda game has bugs. Do I think it's gonna flop? I don't think Microsoft's gonna let it flop like that. I don't think Microsoft's gonna let it release like that based off of all of this extra hype and all this other stuff. Like I think they would just have pushed it back again. I, I think they would be more than comfortable continuing to push back a game yeah. until it's ready to come out because I think they've been stung so many different times. I don't, the way this game is being like held up, I just, I don't know. I just don't see Microsoft's not like in a money hungry stage right now. Right. Like they are like, we need quality because quality is what's going to get us back to the top. Right. Like that's, what's going to help us be competitive. I think if there's any sign that this game is in trouble, Especially after the things that happened with Halo and so on and so forth, I don't think this game is getting released yet. So, if they they push it back, they do what they have to do, and if they, you know, I, I also think that's the reason why we haven't had a firm release date. So, I I think they know it's coming in the begin at uh, the uh, first half of the year, but I think it gives them enough wiggle room to say, okay, we'll push it all the way to like June because June would still be the first half of the year. I hope it doesn't take that long, but it mm. could. I don't know. I have a hard time seeing it flop like that, but. It's it's a prediction. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a prediction. That's a prediction, absolutely. <clears throat> um, right. yeah, yeah, Chris, hit us off, man. What's yours? Um, we're just, we're doing not the far fetched. We're doing the realistic stuff, yeah, right? The, yeah, okay. the more realistic one. Um, This is just me going off of a whim. I have a feeling that they're eventually going to announce that they're doing um, Evil Within 3. That's just a thing that's been in the back of my head for a little bit now. Hmm. Because they've like acknowledged almost all their other IPs and stuff like that in some way, shape, or form since getting in you know, bed with Microsoft. Except Evil Within. like They don't talk about that. And that's a really, really big franchise for them on the low, too, I think. That people don't really, I don't know, I guess give enough shine. 
Because I didn't even realize it until I started like looking into it a little bit. And I also want people to know I still have not beat it because that shit's creepy as fuck. But I'm gonna get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize it had as big of a cult following as it did, man. There's a lot of people online if you look that shit up that fuck with that game. Hard body, bro. Like hard body. I wouldn't say like as deep as uh, Resident Evil or any of that stuff, but it, it's got a couple fans out there. So. I think that's my prediction. Yeah, I think they're going to announce that and it's going to be, you know, on some beautiful new engine Um, because I think the last game came out, what, like five, six years ago? It's been a minute. It's been a long, long time. Um, That'd be cool. So it's funny you mentioned that because there's been a rumor floating around that that developer is actually working on a new game called Hi-Fi Rush. Um, It's it's. It seems like a, a a trend. Every time Microsoft buys like a studio, you'll you'll notice that um, the studio that they buy has a passion project that actually gets released first, and then yeah. they start working on some stuff. So like they bought Obsidian, and then like um, what was it, Grounded, and then Pentiment both came out. Um, mm-hmm. and those seem like smaller games, like passion projects that did something different, and and that stuff seems like it's going to f- inform their next games, right? Um. And then what was it? What was, it was that game that Ninja Theory uh, made. It was like this random ass. Bleeding Edge. Bleeding yeah, Edge, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Like smaller, like random, completely out of left field kind of a game. Like, you know, mm. they may flop, it may not, but like Microsoft's willing to fit the bill, so they're going to push it out there. This sounds like this Hi-Fi Rush game is is in that same category. I think they, they mentioned it's like a uh, like Kung Fu game. I, I don't remember the full details mm. on it, but... It seems like a random out of left field game. <clears throat> and I know that they also have to, to port. Um, what was that game that came out for PlayStation last year from them? Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm-hmm. They have to port that to Xbox. But I can fully see after that, you know, an, an evil within three. I could definitely see that coming about. Um, I don't think it's coming this year, but I do think that might be like a longer term prediction that i could see coming to fruition i hope i hope they announce it that'd be dope yeah that's what i mean i just too. think they're gonna announce i don't think it would yeah. ever drop this year that'd be crazy yeah that'd like, be... they've definitely been working on that for three four five years on the right. low didn't tell nobody but sometimes i don't i don't understand the or i don't know how their studio is designed so they could have like three different teams working on things and yeah. maybe it's further along than we think who knows but um i do think that's coming soon it, you know yeah. at least it's just been long enough soon. you know it's just been a while yeah. man yeah. But we could use a really freshened up version of that game. Like, with, man, Unreal Engine 5, man, or some mm-hmm. shit like that. You put that with that shit, man. Yo, I, I don't even know if I can touch that. Dog. Like, I don't even know if I can do it. I don't even know I can do it, yo. I really don't. That shit wild. I, I think Ooh. that'd be cool. Either either that or give them, like, a new IP entirely. Give them the opportunity to make a new, like, horror IP, too. But Evil Within is, you know, we can work with that. I'm, I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely cool with that, for sure. What do you think, Manny? Think that's gonna happen? You want it to happen? Have you ever played Evil Within? Actually, I don't know. If I, ever... I I was about to beat the first one, but like I played on my brother's PlayStation because this was back when, what is it called? Like I was in high school, so I couldn't really afford games. But my brother was working, so like I played off his PlayStation a lot. But like I didn't get to beat it, sadly. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's it's my turn, right? So, <laughs> realistic prediction for this year. So I guess this might end up being kind of a a twofer in a sense. Um, but I think I think PlayStation is going to finally start to see the light or understand a little bit better what they need to do with PlayStation Plus. Um, mm. I think I think they're actually this might be the year that they do kind of start to um, com- try to compete more with Game Pass in the sense of like leveraging more of their first party games. Um, you know, even if it's even if it's not necessarily day and date, uh, you know, maybe like a month or two later or like two, two, three months later or some, something like that, where we start to get like, I don't know, let's say with The Last of Us Part One, you know, when that came out last year, it's like, you know, I think that eventually they might realize, OK, maybe like three months later, we can put it into PlayStation Plus and have it, you know, add more value to the, the subscription or whatever. Like, I just I think it's time for them to start leveraging that better. And I also think they're going to follow suit with um, Xbox and making PlayStation Plus 
uh work on pc so like it having like it's it's like a certain stable of pc mm-hmm. games that that are fit in that subscription so for example like you know the god of war that just dropped on pc last of us part one is going to be dropping on pc i think in march um so like they'll start adding those types of things to like a, a playstation plus for pc service I, I feel like i can see that happening sometime soon it's not something huge nothing scandalous or anything like that but um you know it's something that fans have been clamoring for for a while and personally you know if, if they actually start following more of microsoft's lead i know they would never put it that way i know they would they would try to find a way to circumvent acting like it's you know something that xbox does or whatever they'll, they'll put their own spin on it or whatever but i think the writing's on the wall i think um you know like with, with games like stray stray launched straight into that service right it was a, it was a pretty big mm-hmm. success even though i still think the game's a bit overrated but a lot of mm-hmm. people like that game as a result mm-hmm. so i think you know the and and i think the the developers of the game had mentioned that you know they definitely saw some big numbers from people who were on the subscription. So Sony's got the data there and I think they may understand, okay, like, you know, maybe we need to start embracing this more. Um, and I also think that we'll get more, um, I mean, this, this one's kind of obvious cause they've talked about it, but I think we're going to get more live service games from Sony. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor that destiny three is supposed to be a thing that's coming <laughs> this year. Uh, destiny three is always a rumor. So they, they said 2025, man. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. If we talking about life service Sony games, I'm still waiting on that last Lots of us. Game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Bro, that game, that game has the potential to like become Sony's flagship multiplayer game that you have to play. I'm telling you, they're just walking on, they're walking on money right now. If they do it right, but yeah. But the the thing the thing to me about the Last of Us is. It's so narrative driven. Like it's it's just that is the thing. I mean, obviously their their gameplay is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like Naughty yeah. Dog does gameplay, but like the story of The Last of Us is what really makes it shine and stand out. And I don't know who at Naughty Dog, based off of what I've seen so far, can make multiplayer work and be as groundbreaking as the like the if the Last of Us is like marquee franchise, right? Like when we, mm-hmm. when we think about that, that's like the quadruple A game that you know Microsoft's striving to try to get, you know, with with all the things that they've been trying to do, right? Microsoft has their like, you know, their marquee multiplayer games. Obviously, now they're, they're grabbing Call of Duty, so like Call of Duty would be like the quadruple A multiplayer game, right? Mm-hmm. They need if you're gonna put Last of Us with like multiplayer, you're going to pair those two things together. It needs to be at that quality. And I don't know who they have on that team that can make it that quality at the same time. They've, they've made some amazing things. So I wouldn't be too surprised, but mm-hmm. from what I've seen in the past with like the uncharted stuff, it was like uncharted story was so good. And they like threw multiplayer in there and it was just shit. So I'm, I'm really hoping that they don't do that, but yeah. I mean, the fact that it is a standalone, like, you know, last of us factions has oh, like, yeah potential for it even if they do add like a multiplayer with the story like like i said if you want to be basic just throw a battle royale and have (laughs) a freaking tarkov mode i'm telling you the tarkov mode will fit perfectly with the last of us because like i was mentioning to y'all before like with call of duty like we appreciate that call of duty done it but like the thing is call of duty is call of duty it's not that like realistic tactical shooter like you're fucking slight canceling your way to like get whatever you're doing i, I never played dmz really so I, I don't know what i'm talking about but yeah there's no slight canceling in, in I, well, I, know there's no much, anyway, so. I know there's no slight canceling but i was just like you know exaggerating a bit but like we know modern warfare 2 or call of duty in general isn't it like a tarkov where you're like slow pace okay like oh i hear footsteps let me hide real quick like that kind of thing. It's more of just I like, feel like you can't. You gotta stop speaking on this until you play DMZ. That's all. I'm nah, saying. I played DMZ speaking. a little bit. I played DMZ a little bit, but like I don't know. It's I, all I'm saying is the Last of Us has the perfect recipe for a Tarkov like game move because like you got the factions. You know, you pick whatever side you want, and then you do these like little objective missions for the factions. You go out to this big map that they have, you know, and you just go out. Oh, I need to collect these documents or just go collect these documents come back but like I feel like in that universe I mean even if you want to make it like a little story story driven multiplayer experience you can but 
or just keep it simple. And I think they can do it. My thing is, if we're talking about it from a standpoint of like maybe like co-op or whatever, and you're going out into the world like against NPCs only. All right. I can see I can see them making that work really well. Mm-hmm. I I don't I cannot think of a single. I'm, I'm trying to I'm really trying right now. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I cannot think of a single first party game from Sony that was multiplayer that mm-hmm. was like like mm, this is amazing. This is Chef's Kit. Like mm-hmm. no, nothing nothing that's come close to Halo, nothing that's come close to Gears of War. Nothing. Nothing. So when I think Sony and multiplayer, I just I I cannot see them doing it right. I just can't. I can't mm. see them doing it right. Killzone was mid, like multiplayer wise. Um, what resistance mid multiplayer wise? Like like all of yeah. their attempts at it have been like mid mid to me. So I just I feel like don't even step foot in this in this realm. Like it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter what um genre you go with, right? Like like you said this Tarkov style mode is great, whatever. That doesn't matter. What matters is if you can actually make this good. You can take someone else's formula all you want, right? Like there's a bajillion Battle Royales games out there, you know, that that have that have come and gone. Studios have closed because of them, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like this needs to be like, it just needs to be the marquee thing. If, you, if you're going to step into this realm and, and add a name like The Last of Us, you can't just throw that name in there for brand recognition, right? Like, look at mm-hmm. look at the two games that have come before it. The show's about to drop. People are talking about this show like it's about to be the, the, the second coming of Christ. Like, you know, like you, you, if you're going to use this brand, you have to come correct. That's all I'm saying. So when you, you're mm-hmm. saying you're doing multiplayer, I, I, I think the team over there treats this that way. I think they treat that Last of Us brand in the way that I'm talking about. But I'm just skeptical, man. Just just like just like you were saying with like Starfield or whatever, I'm super skeptical about anything that Sony touches as far as a multiplayer game. I agree. Like like you said, there's nothing, and this is why they have to make this their flagship multiplayer game because there's nothing. They already fucking can kill zone because they want to focus on horizon or shit like that i don't know like get they, they gotta make this something because in the end if they don't then all i gotta say is i don't know why they crying about not having call of duty because they need to work on their own shit but yeah you know it's that simple i mean but then again that's why we love bungie but bungie's the only thing that sony has in their stable stable where i'm like all right if that drops some something multiplayer based it's gonna be mm-hmm. great because because I mean, Bungie, they're they're like kings of making FPS game, FPS uh, games like FPS shooters, like feel tight, feel good, you know, good mechanics, whatever. You can yeah. say whatever you want about where Destiny is right now. Like, I got personally, I I don't really care for Destiny anymore. Like, it, I just feel like it's, it bored the hell out of me. But best believe when they come out with their new thing, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be one of the first people in line trying to trying to go, you know the digital line really but like you know like <laughs> i'll be there you know basically like i'll i'll be playing that game because they make amazing shooters it's just that simple so um yes. yeah i mean so it makes sense as to why sony you know the company itself not necessarily playstation but sony parent company went out and bought them and said hey you know help us out because mm-hmm. we, we need to get this multiplayer stuff kicking so we shall see but we're gonna, in the interest of time, we're gonna move on to our more outrageous predictions here. <laughs> so uh, we're we're gonna go back around the room again. So Chris, I'm gonna start with you. What's an outrageous prediction this time that you got for us? An outrageous prediction, or at least one that you just don't think is likely to happen. But you know, there's hope. There's there's a sliver. There's a sliver of hope. Oh. If you need time to think, I can jump ahead. Yeah, you jump ahead. Jump ahead. Let's, you go, you go. <laughs> we no, no, so. for a little bit. Now, all right, good. so, all right. Now we're going to come up with these ridiculous predictions. This is what I want, Microsoft. I hope you're watching this because this is <laughs> one game franchise that y'all just, like, set aside, kick to the curb. I don't know. Y'all just disrespect the Sunset Overdrive. Where's my Sunset Overdrive 2? I understand that Samyak probably not going to be working on it. But yeah, I got to do something. You got to figure it out. 
I said predictions, not a wish list. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a prediction. Y'all, y'all going to figure it out. Y'all, y'all figure it out. I don't know who you're going to have doing it because Insomniac is too focused with PlayStation and Spider-Man and all that Marvel shit. But y'all figure it out. But I I must say that. All right. That'll be my first one. 1A. And then 1B is going to be they're, they're going to get ready for Gears of War 6. And either they're going to drop a, a release date for Gear 6 or they're going to just be like, here's a Marcus Phoenix collection. I've been asking for a Marcus Phoenix collection for like half a year already. Give me that already. Come on. Marcus Phoenix collection. See, that's crazy because that Gear 6 trailer is more likely to happen than Starfield like just completely going the way of Cyberpunk. No, 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 no. That's way more likely. I, I was, just saying. I'm still skeptical about <laughs> Starfield, but I'll still play the game, of course, because it'll be on Game Pass. All right, Chris, <laughs> you're up. You're done. You're up, Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Outrageous, outrageous. Um, I guess I could say. I think Nintendo is going to come out of nowhere. Not with a Switch 2 or anything like that, because I'm, I'm kind of giving up on that at the point this point. But I think they're going to do something, like some kind of update software-wise on the Switch. Like, I think it's been a long time that the Switch has looked how it's looked. The user interface has not really changed much. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're, they're, it would be cool if they, they did some kind of, like, freshening up with that. It's long shot. But I think that could be like my my outrageous thing because I Lord knows this, this, the next console or whatever that shit ain't coming, man. I don't believe in that. I actually think I had read something recently that said it was on the table and then it got nixed for uh, what was it? Can't remember, but it was pretty much scrapped in place of something else. And I'm just like, damn. Um, yeah, I'm giving up on that. Switch Dock Pro, where can I at least like output stuff in 4K, like catch up with oh, times? I don't even think that's happening. We ain't getting no game chat, man. We ain't getting no 4K. Give it up, Bree. Now they gotta they gotta give us 4K sometime because if they don't give like imagine Nintendo just dropping a whole new console and there's no fucking 4K support. I'm sure no, like everybody's gonna go balls to the walls. Like what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> but people still gonna buy this shit because it's Nintendo. This is true. This is true. So, <clears throat> Chris, I this was actually gonna be my like wild prediction or whatever um but i'll, I'll, I'll i have another one stash so I'll, you know i'll throw that in there but i actually think you're wrong man i think we're getting that switch to this year this really? year this oh, wow. year i think we're getting it <clears throat> at first i thought we were going to get it in in tandem with tears of the kingdom but now i think it's just going to come at the end of the year either <laughs> either we'll get it at the end of the year or at least an announcement by the end of the year but i think it's well overdue. I mean, it's well documented. We talked about this plenty of times. Well overdue for a new Switch. The hardware is aging. You need something new at this point. There's there's newer tech out there, um, whether it's from NVIDIA or AMD, um, you know, to, to, to make something that more rivals a Series S at this point, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Nintendo needs something because you, you can't be out here trying to play Tears of the Kingdom with fucking what in 24 frames per second <laughs> nah for, forget the, forget the 1080 we can't be out here with with, with 20 frames per second it's not 15 frames per second it's not gonna happen bro it's bro ridiculous. that pokemon shit was crazy i don't understand how people can do that bro no, it don't even look like that no more bro it was oh, a no, one no two day more. thing <laughs> It was no, but don't blow it up like that man it wasn't that crazy but still like but, yeah but still you know, well, I agree. You I buy agree. this new game, and then like the first day you're playing, everyone's like, "You don't want to run like that in the first day." Like, what they do? They probably like downgraded the resolution from 1080 to fucking 720. Not even. No, for sure. Because definitely, I remember that first day. Yeah, it was a little rough, but they dropped the patch really quick. For sure. Yeah, I don't but- know, like. <laughs> They just gotta like stop with that nostalgic shit. Like I, I know that's their money maker, but it's just, they gotta do something. I mean, they're not gonna stop. They're not gonna stop making not, the stock games. Happen. I mean, that's and I don't think they need to. There's plenty of games like the Switch is one of the best selling systems. You know, it, it is the best selling yeah. system right now, right? Like even more than PlayStation Five. So, uh, as far as like worldwide numbers go, so 
I mean, developers are are fighting to make games for the system, even games that shouldn't be on the system. So I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think they're going to stop doing what they're they're doing. But I do think it's it's obvious that it's well over time to be making a new system. Mm-hmm. It's like you can yeah. Nintendo themselves could be making more money by just releasing a new system. You know, it's it's that simple. It's like people have their mm-hmm. switches; they're sitting there for what for forever, basically. It's time. It's time to you know get through that that new cycle of uh, console generation and move on. Basically, you know, as, as far all as I got to goes. say is make it backwards compatible with the current Switch games, please. That's, that's all I beg. That is absolutely a thing that I think is going to happen. I think you you can't look at what Microsoft's done, uh, you know, with with the transition from the uh, the One X or the One in general to this new series of consoles. And 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 think that you know anything less is gonna fly nowadays. You know it it it, it, <laughs> it, it it's kind of inevitable. And obviously Nintendo would want to still sell some of the older systems, right? They still have that OLED model that's out there. You've got to be able to scale between an older model and a newer model. You know, and 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 you know the the old Switch can still live on in, in tandem, right? Like what they could cut the price to like I don't know a hundred dollars, some something <laughs> crazy, right? And still have that floating out there, and then have this Switch Two or Switch Pro. Or what. I think I think the rumor that you might have heard was that the Pro was what got canned, and I and I think that that makes it even more likely to me that we might get a two, just a, a complete hardware refresh, mm-hmm. as opposed to just making it iterative change. Because in my mind, when I hear Switch Pro, I'm thinking like, okay, this is like basically you know exactly what happened with the the Xbox One to Xbox. One X and the PlayStation Four to PlayStation Four upgrade. Pro. Yeah, it's just like a yeah. slight upgrade as opposed to like a brand new generation. So, right. mm-hmm. I think it's more likely than ever that we'll be getting it. Mm-hmm. And it may not come this year, but I think at least an announcement will. I'd actually be very surprised. These motherfuckers, man. I like that. You know, it's coming up on seven years. Yeah, I mean that's that's way too long. That's way too long mm-hmm. for a system that was underpowered, significantly underpowered when it dropped in the first place. So mm-hmm. it's time. It's time to and and it needs to it needs to have all the the bells and whistles in in the concept of like when it's docked, it needs to be 4K, it needs to do this, it needs exactly. to do that. Like that dock needs to have hardware in it, not just power it so that it can like sustain, right. you know, to do like 1080 from 720. Like it needs to be like like the screen itself could still be 720 as far as I'm concerned. I don't care about that, right? When it when it's undocked 720, give it all the power, basically make it like a, a Steam Deck or whatever you want to do. But when mm-hmm. that when that pitches in the dock, it needs to be a one X. It needs to be a Series mm-hmm. S. You know, it needs to be able to do the things that you would expect, you know, and then an NVIDIA processor nowadays to do, right? Like like NVIDIA has chipsets, AMD has chipsets that run in laptops and, mm-hmm. and can put out a significant amount of power. And laptops are multi, you know, they're multi-purpose machines. They can do all types of shit. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have AM, or sorry, NVIDIA have chipsets that can do that, Nintendo, you gotta you gotta go back to them and be like, hey, what you got for us? You know, something that can actually work in mm-hmm. a, a wider range of gaming. Um yeah, yeah, it needs to happen. It, it's inevitable. I agree. Like I I barely feel like it's even it's it's far fetched just from the sake of like we've been hearing so much about oh yeah. okay this is the year this is the year this is the year but it's like and it's inevitable it has to come at some point like they're not just gonna live off of this switch for the rest of their lives like it's just not yeah. gonna be the case. Um so <laughs> with that being said, with that being said, to get to get something a little different, a different prediction, I I suppose. Um I think the tail end of this year for for just going back to to microsoft in particular the tail end of this year is going to be massive i think i think a lot of games that we haven't seen for a while and we've been expecting certain things from um i think we're really going to get some some big hitters this this coming fall i think um hellblade i think is going to hit in september that's that's my like i I feel pretty i feel pretty strongly about that i feel like that's going to happen um fable I think might hit in November. I'm I'm a little wishy-washy on that one just because we still haven't seen jack shit about it. But I don't know. I have a feeling Fable, Fable we're going to see something about. Perfect Dark, we're probably not going to see anything about for a while still. But yeah, Hell, Hellblade and Fable, I think, are games that we really couldn't expect to see something this coming uh, fall. I'm trying to think of like a shooter. Oh, oh, that Halo... Uh, 
Battle Royale thing also, I think, might drop at the end of the year. I, I was thinking about this the other day because I don't know if you guys remember, there was all those rumors about Halo moving to uh, Unreal Engine 5. Mm-hmm. And I think I think there may be some truth to that, but not in the way that people were thinking. Like, I think that that, you know, that game that's being worked on on the side, very similar to how we're talking about the Last of Us factions, whatever, like being like a standalone game. I think Halo has its own standalone thing that may be working on Unreal Engine 5 and I think it's going to hit at the end of the year as well. And that's going to be a pretty big one. So, so those are three big games. I think, you know, like the, obviously as based on what we talked about beforehand with the developer direct, I think this is the year we start to get a steadier stream of games coming from Xbox. And I think that they've, they've pushed certain things back and moved certain things around to be able to have this cadence of like maybe once a month, a big game on game, a big first party game on game pass. And, you know, even if they're like Pentiment games, I guess you could say, you know, like Pentiment was a very uh, critically acclaimed game, but like not something that I'm particularly interested in playing. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, even if some of those are ones that fill out certain months, I still think we're getting something cons- more consistently than we've been getting it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Either that or I mean, yeah. drops of decay. We want that too. Oh, Yeah. I just want to see something I, I more about that. Hear yeah, like yeah. you know, it's just like they show that one trailer and you're like, okay, is this gonna be different from what we've seen before? Or because yeah. they're talking and... about that being like, oh, th- like the day before. They're talking about it being like that, you know, like just being like massive open world with like um not just NPCs but other people, like like basically like mm-hmm. a zombie MMO. And that was the the goal. I remember years ago when Microsoft first bought them, that was like their cadence. They were like, yeah, we want to work up to to this. So if the State of Decay 3 is it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that needs to be like a triple-A game because I really like 2. I wish more people played 2 because I really enjoy playing the multiplayer on 2, but that was more of like a double-A type of game, right? 3 needs to be like that marquee. That needs to be in the pillar of Xbox games, right? So, so like you know, once once the Activision deal closes, they'll have Call of Duty up there. They have Halo, what Doom Guy, Fallout. You know, like they have all those those random things. State of Decay needs to be up there at this point. All right, but yeah, I mean, maybe it's not too far fetched to to believe that some of these things are going to happen. But you know, Chris, I know you're going to be excited for uh, for that Hellblade if that. If that comes to fruition, we get that in September. Bro, I know you've been looking forward to that. Stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing, dog. I, I want I the experience, bro. Come on, man. Jesus. Gosh. That, that's uh if that if that drops this year, that could be another game of the year contender, which would be wild be. to have. Could be. One of those situations where Microsoft, you know, if if they if they keep this cadence up, they could have multiple game of the year contenders in one year. Mm-hmm. About time. And, and then lose to the puppy dog simulator that comes out next year too. Oh, brother! You know that's the next. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Gonna be called. What are they gonna call that thing? Mongrel. And this is gonna be a dog. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man. Dog oh, simulator. Oh, I'll take it over. I'll take it over stray. Hey, fuck it. This is what it is. Instead of instead of stray, we call bark. I like mongrel. That that works. In the streets of eighty, that's gonna be lit. Oh man! Well, I mean, hey, you know, just like we always do, we'll, we'll see what this year holds. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, you know, it's last year was pretty amazing as far as uh, games go, right? Like we got God of War, we got Elder Scroll, uh, Elder Scrolls, Elden Ring, <laughs> <laughs> Elden Ring. Um, you know, and and those games were absolutely amazing particularly Elden Ring for me, that was like a whole ass experience. Love God of War 2, not, not diminishing it, but man, Elden Ring was like a good, like we talked about before, it was a good two months for me. Good two months of my life was just <laughs> gone from, from just playing Elden Ring nonstop, so it is what it is, but I'm I'm excited to see what that, that game is going to be this year. That game that we didn't see coming that, well, I guess we did see Elden Ring coming, but you know what I mean. That game that just kind of just takes over yeah, you know what else I hope comes out this year? Hopefully, finally, that fucking car BR game that I've been waiting on for forever. Oh, really? the race car one. Yeah, come on, guy. I know it's only one guy making the game, but like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come I can't on. wait for that. 
All right, yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, you know, we'll see what this year holds for sure. But I think this is a good place to end it for now. You know, we'll talk more about all the good games coming, and you know, we'll basically be here all year, man, all all year for all the all the different stuff, uh, the Hellblades, the Activision Blizzard shit that's still going on, you know, so on and so forth. So. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Make sure to check us out um, on our social media platforms as well at Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok, um, at XPAC Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll check you guys out next week. Peace. Hiya. <laughs>